Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here again for a very cool, uh, bright, sunny Sunday morning meditation from South Central Iowa here in the United States. Uh, I only say that to say that I think our listenership is growing. Uh, and um, I know when I have done podcasting before, uh, there have been some listeners from other places. Uh, so I want to welcome you if you're new. Uh, just a few things about what this podcast is about, and then I'll I'll talk about our Sunday morning topic. This podcast is not meant to be uh, uh, anything other than a tool to help you on your spiritual journey. Uh, it is my hope that your toolbox is full of other tools, uh, whatever they may be. Uh, and that's up to you in the universe what those things are, not me. Uh, but I hope that this podcast can serve as a uh, as a way for you to explore, to uh, ask questions, if you will, to think about what I'm saying. Excuse me while I get up and get a drink here. Uh I hope that what I'm doing here, and it's just me, excuse me, uh, just me, a guy in in South Central Iowa, Uh, but I hope what I'm saying does um, offer you some, some positive help in your journey towards finding meaning. Uh... As for me, uh, let me inter- do a little introduction of myself to some of the new folks, and then we'll get into the topic. Uh, I'm a former clergy person from the Christian tradition. I uh, have studied uh, psychology, philosophy, religion at a college level. Um, I've done hours and hours of personal counseling, personal spiritual direction. Uh, I have also... Uh, had spiritual directors and counseling. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I don't ever, I never speak of things that I don't believe are demonstrably true. That everything I'm going to say here is something that is beyond concept for me that has proven to be so in my life. So uh, having said that, uh, take what you need from these podcasts and leave the rest. But I want to welcome you if you're new. Our, our listenership is is really growing pretty quickly. So I just want to thank you for that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, religion. Uh, you'll hear me speak a lot about religion. Uh, and I want to say this before I t- say anything more, that I'm not anti-anything. If you have a religion that helps you, you'll hear this in other podcasts, uh, great. If you have a religion that that adds to your life, that is your support system, it's a part of your journey. And as I said, and have said, what what helps you in your journey is between you and the universe. But I want to talk about the ways in which uh, we can understand the whole of reality. Because I'm convinced, if you know the theory, 
that we really only understand a very small slice of the reality that we are in. That, that the reality we live in is actually a construct of uh, different realities created from the false self that we humans create. Uh, we create a false self to protect ourselves uh, from uh, sort of the existential angst of being in this place. And then we build a reality collectively out of that false self. Religion, economics, politics, academics uh, are all a mirror or all a construct of us living out of really not knowing who we are. And because that these things are constructed from our own lack of knowing ourselves, they also lack uh, the, the ability to see all of reality. I contend that you're never really going to find meaning until you can see the whole picture, until you can step out of your programming, your perception, your way of seeing things that, that you've been taught uh, and we all have been taught. You know, I was taught to see things through a very sort of jaded eye. I was taught by my parents and grandparents that everything was someone else's fault, that, you know, they programmed me. And that's not their fault. They didn't know any better. And it's not to say that I didn't learn good things also, but I learned to be a part of a reality that doesn't answer any questions. It doesn't solve anything. And so we just end up beating our head against things. Uh, we can't solve things like racism and poverty. You've heard me say this if you've been listening. We can't solve war and hatred, poverty, uh, because the way we try to solve it is from a false reality. You cannot find the truth in something that is false. Okay. So now let's talk about sports. <laughs> How's that for a transition? Hang on to I'm going to use a lot of metaphor here, so so bear with me. Uh, when you are a coach, you are obliged to be aware of the whole game. Now there are a lot of approaches you can take to explaining a sport. I coached for my sons, I I was a football coach, a basketball coach, a baseball coach, probably much to their chagrin, but nevertheless, uh, I, uh, I did that. It was a way for me to spend time with all my kids, uh, primarily my, my sons, uh, my daughter, my, my wife was coached some softball and stuff for her, and, but I was always there and not much of a cheerleader coach, but I was there to watch. And, and a coach has to be aware of, of the whole game. Now, you can explain it uh, beginning with the fundamentals, but you also have to explain the offense and the defense. You also have to explain the nuances of dealing with referees that have their own perceptions of the game or the crowd that may be for or against you. Then you also have to help develop team and culture and community you are responsible as a coach, and yes, even as a Little League coach, for creating a work ethic and an ethos uh, of, of work, of team, 
of relationship building. Being a coach is a hard job because you're responsible for, for this whole big picture. And not any one way explains the whole picture. Now, unfortunately, I have seen coaches, uh, and I learned very quickly not to be one of these coaches, that only focuses on winning or only focuses on scoring. They neglect the lessons learned in losing or they neglect the importance of defense uh, because they're after that feeling of, of the win. They don't see the big picture. They're only after their own particular aim or goal. And so I think religions are the same way. That all religions, I believe, point to, are trying to point to the same truth. I'm convinced that ultimately what really matters or, or what the true religion is, if I can say that, the true non-institutional religion is love. And that when we're kind, when we're generous, when we're loving, when we're forgiving of ourselves and others, uh, we grow into meaning. We grow into something beyond uh, the things that we have constructed. However, what religions do is they only focus on their particular way of understanding. And because they're focused on that particular way of understanding, they develop an ethos of only concentrating on one aspect or only believing that their particular way is correct. And it's the same as those coaches who only want to score offensive points because that's the feeling, right? We want the good feeling. We want affirmation. We want affirmation that we're on the right page or that we're somehow special or maybe, God help us, that we're even better than other religions. And a lot of people adhere to religion for that feeling. And I have, I will be honest with you, I, I met, well, I really met no professional religious people who were really willing to say that other religions were the same as theirs, just a different aspect of the truth. There's an old Buddhist saying that I heard many years ago that says, you know, uh, when all five fingers point to the moon, uh, they're all pointing to the same place, each finger being something different. And that's sort of the analogy I try to use, that religion tries, it attempts, and quite frankly, often fails at trying to point towards love as the central truth of what it means to be human. However, when we institutionalize that, we become that team whose coach or coaches only think about one aspect of the game only think about one uh, nuanced truth of the game. And because of that, at, at best, you're being taught a small part of what the founder of the religion was trying to teach. You know, as I said, I spent 20 years as a Christian pastor, and I really came to find out that, you know, that is just one small part of what could be something that points to a greater truth. And it is my hope that in this podcast, 
what I'm trying to do is honor what those religions have done and do, but try to be a catalyst to point to that bigger truth. Uh, that's why I always say we're not going to form any sort of institution out of the finding meaning uh, way of thinking because you lose it. When, when it becomes something about power, when it becomes us against them, when it becomes a, one choice of many choices, we, we lose the truth of what that is. I, and I'm convinced, folks, uh, speaking from my own personal perspective, that Jesus never meant for there to be a religion. He meant to teach truth. And I really feel the same way about Buddha and Muhammad uh, and, and all the great scholars, all the great mystics, all the great... Uh, truth speakers of religions. I mean, if you study the Christian mystics like Julian of Norwich, uh, you know, all the, all the great uh, mystics of the Middle Ages, you see this sort of theme that there's a universal aspect to what is being taught here. I'm convinced that rather than universalism being just another way to organize an institution, that it's actually you know, closer to what is real. That there is one truth, and that truth is love, and you can call that God, you can call that higher power, put any name on it you want, but it is a truth, and it is our way out of this false reality that we've created. So my hope, and this is a bold statement, is that I can somehow be that coach that teaches every aspect of the game, now, I will also say this, that I'm still learning. No one has a full grasp. I mean, if we're talking about creation, if we're talking about love, then you're talking about a universal. You're talking about stars forming down to the smallest atomic particle. You know, it's beyond my pay grade to encompass everything. But I can tell you this from my experience, folks, that the only place that people find real meaning is outside of what we've been taught. A real universal love, something that is more than just becoming a better person or a more ethical person, which religion can do those things. But if we want real substantial meaning, then we have to learn the whole game. We have to learn all aspects of it. And, you know, so let's, Let's take the metaphor and make the, make the transition. You know, let's face it. I'm not talking about football or basketball or baseball. I'm talking about spirituality. I'm talking about finding meaning. I'm talking about life. We have to be able to see beyond what we've learned. Because what we've learned, although it may be good, is just a, a, a microcosm, a small slice of what is really going on. And when we begin to leave these prescribed notions of self, these prescribed notions of God that we perpetuate, we begin to find real meaning. So my hope, my energy, my prayer, my sincerest hope for you is that you're able to see all aspects of this thing because that's what it's going to take. I hope this was helpful, my friends. Have a great day. If you're not listening to this on Sunday, have a great day, whatever it is, and, and know that, uh, that there's meaning out there. We'll talk to you later. Peace.